Indestructible Gaming. Select your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming and more. I am Muskashot. Alongside me is my co-host, Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. Hey, welcome back to a brand new episode. Ray. So this week we are talking about a game called Traption Bakery. We're making bread. <laughs> or trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this game is developed by John Prestige, and it is published by Proper Boston Interactive. And this is a brand new game. It just came out, actually, uh, the 1st of October. So it's pretty cool. And we got a, a little bit of a head start to try this game out. Thank you, John. Yeah, thanks so much. Us, uh, allowing us to do that. So it's really, really cool, fun game. Uh, very unique and very different, and uh, we'll get into telling you a little bit about that. Uh, it looks like Proper Boston does have a um, a website, and, I, and this game is on Steam. I'm sorry, I didn't mention that. It is on Steam, so you can purchase the game now if you'd like. Um, there is a website for Proper Boston, and uh, I'm not even sure if I'm saying I might be saying it more like the Boston way as like in Massachusetts, but it might be. It, it's end, it doesn't end with O and it ends with I-N. So proper Boston might be the more proper way of saying it, but I'm not sure. Um, but there, if you go to that, their uh, website, properboston.com, there is another game on there uh, besides um, talking about uh, Traption Bakery. There's another thing on there called Who's Making the Tea? And I guess you... Uh, kind of put some colleagues or friends and family's names in, and then you pick one of two games, uh, Pointer of Misfortune or Ace of Spades. And the uh, this these two things will kind of randomly choose somebody to make the cup of tea or make a pot of tea for everyone. So hmm. kind of funny. Interesting. Kind of cool. So... <clears throat> So, uh, Traction Bakery is a, is a uh, PC game. It is on Steam right now, like I said. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if there'll be, um, if this will go to any other platforms right now. But uh, this, uh, I think, will probably be just a PC game for now. But um, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe, maybe there'll be other, other uh, opportunities for this game to go uh, to consoles as well. Um, Mr. K, you want to tell a little bit about the, uh, the gameplay? Um, the main thing of Traption Bakery is figuring out how this giant, what was this person named? Rude Goldberg machine, right? That was just Rude, Rude Goldberg? Rube, Rube, Rube Goldberg. Goldberg. That's what it was. We were trying to figure that out last episode, but we got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, but this machine is like a Rude Goldberg machine and Rude Goldberg machines are basically... 
one thing that could be led into another with mechanical ways, like uh, like a candle being under a rope, and then the the rope being under the candle will catch flame and break, and then that's going to lure an anvil. It's you know you know what I'm saying. It's going to just yeah. continue, and eventually it'll lead to something either significant or in this case, uh, making bread. Mm-hmm. And your main goal is to figure out how this machine works, not make it, but find out how it works with the help of uh, looking at the machine by zooming in and zooming out with the mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's um, when John sent us um, some information about the game, he kind of, he, you know, he, he told us that it was a bit of, uh, a bit Rube Goldberg and Heath Robinson. And uh, I, I've i heard of Rube Goldberg, but I wasn't familiar with Heath Robinson, but I looked up uh, Heath Robinson. And basically, both were very similar as far as drawing cartoons uh, or sketching cartoons or uh, drawings and basically showing, you know, how to do maybe something simple, but like in a unique and different way of doing things like Mr. K was saying, you know, you uh, kind of, you know, lighting a candle and, and putting it underneath a rope that snap that burns and snaps. And then that goes to something else and knocks something over that, that triggers something else to happen or whatever. Um, well, I, I was playing this game on Twitch and, um, I'll make that available on, um, on our Twitter Twitter page, but uh, if you're interested in seeing some of the gameplay, I'll, um, you can go to our Twitch site as well. But uh, I, I kind of mentioned that it, this sort of reminded me of the game Mousetrap, where you know you had to kind of set up different things to do certain things to catch the mouse at the end of the game. So, um, so it's kind of similar to that. Yeah, and and you mentioned uh, when you're looking at the different things you're you're zooming in on the mouse or zooming out to basically look around yeah and zooming in is a major thing that can highlight objects for you that you couldn't see before by just looking at it normally yeah and we should mention that when you start the game you you're in it like a almost like a living room or something like that and the game really is you zoom in on a picture frame where this picture resides and you know like a rube goldberg type picture and it's got all these different contraptions and all these different things on there and like mr k said your your main goal is to figure out how to make this bakery machine work so that you can bake a loaf of bread for the <laughs> orphanage you know a sing, you know a nice loaf of bread it's a simple yeah. one yes so and it and there's a lot of uh, the the game is very much uh, I think more of an takes place in London or England I won't say London but it'll just say, I'll say England there's a lot of British uh, little um, information and and terms uh, in the game you'll see you know stuff written in pounds instead of dollar amounts there is an item in there. I'm not going to tell you what the item is. You'll have to play the game if you're really interested in, in the game, but you, there is an item in the game 
that is that I'm pretty positive I know what it is. And I'm not sure if you caught it, Mr. K, but it's an item from a very popular UK science fiction show that has been around for a long time. You might see something that looks familiar, but it's, yeah. And the, the, all the drawing is hand drawn with uh, pen and ink, uh, pencil and ink type drawing. And then he, I think, he sent us some information on how he made the game and it was, I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing. What I got to read was pretty interesting though. And, you know, he, he used a computer to kind of put this on to the computer, the, his, his drawings and copy it into the computer and stuff like that. And also, you know, you know, using the picture, the picture frame and taking a picture of it and copying it into the computer so that it would look like it's on a wall and stuff. Pretty interesting stuff to what he was able to do. And it's a, it's a pretty unique looking game. It's a very much a puzzle game. If you like puzzle games, there's not, there's no time limit to this game. So one of the yeah, things, just, just look at it and fidget with them so you can figure something out. Yeah, one of the things he mentions on Steam, I think it's on the Steam uh, page, is that you can pretty much, you know, yeah, he, he mentions that, you know, you don't have to do it all in one shot. You know, you could do it for 10 minutes, give up for a little bit, come back, do it for 20 minutes, do it for, you know, an hour, whatever, you know. Yeah. You don't have to play this game for hours on end. You can play a little bit at a time and just kind of get to it. And I, and I think it kind of makes sense that way because there's just a lot to take in. There's, there's a lot to look around at and zoom in on and try to figure out how, you know, a contraption works. One of the contraptions work and by you have to almost kind of zoom in on it, look at it and go, all right, where do the, like hoses go that are attached to this thing or where does this like what does it do and then what is what is the result of this when it works and how does it affect the other stuff around it so you kind of have to do a lot of that where you know if something starts working you almost have to zoom out to see okay what is it actually affecting around it yeah so it's pretty cool uh, it's a lot of there's a lot of levers and pull cords and rotating wheels and stuff. Uh, yeah, items. Inter- yeah, in terms of interactivity, it stays pretty simple. Yes, doesn't go absolutely crazy that you get overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah, a lot of stuff that's interactive that you find and that you can use will basically um, like a lever or or a wheel or or a cord or something like that will be hi- be highlighted in blue. So that's when you know you can actually interact with that item. You can either, you know, you you point the mouse at that item and then it becomes like a hand and you can, you know, pull it, turn it, whatever it is that you have to do for that item. The music in it is uh, really good. I like I like the music. What do you think of the music? It's not my type of style, but I enjoyed it anyways. Yeah. And if, and, it, and if you don't like it, you have the option of stopping the record <laughs> yeah. by interacting it with the mouse. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a record, actually, a record player up on the top of the tower where you kind of start. And you can, you know, put the needle on the record, basically. And you can have the music playing. There's a volume control that you can control. And you can have the music louder or softer. And if you don't like hearing the music anymore, you can go back to the record player and pick up the arm and take it off. Shut it off. Yeah. So there's a lot of different interactive things in this game to touch and like play with. So it's, it's, you know, it's different. Um, Have you played a, like a puzzle game like this at all in your I'll I'll be honest. I'm not, I, I haven't, but I'm not one that typically likes puzzle games. Mm-hmm. They're not my cup of tea. Yeah. I like doing different things at different times. Yeah. So it's a little, it's different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, I kind of look at it as a game too, where, it's, you know, if you, if you like those types of, you know, the puzzle books and stuff like that, where maybe you've got to look for different things and, you know, try to figure out certain things. Like I, you know, I don't like word problems and stuff like that from, you know, Mm. math class. Those drove me absolutely bonkers. But, you know, something like this, where you're trying to look at something and see how it works and then, okay, how do, how do I make this work? And then what's the result going to be and how does it, how do I get this? You know, like, you know, one of the things is you, you get grain, you got to make flour out of the grain. Well, you can, it's pretty easy to figure out how to get the grain early on, but then to try to get the grain machine to work and to grind the grain so you can make flour and stuff is, it took a little bit of time to figure that out. There's there's little tricks to it. There's little things that you got to do. And sometimes you got to do one thing that triggers something else to happen for some other thing to start. And then there's a certain, you know, maybe lever or button you've got to manipulate and turn to get like the, the, the grain to start being ground up and, and things like that. So, and then it pours into a certain thing and you have to, adjust that so that it empties in the right area. And so there's a lot of that type of stuff to do. Um, You have to really sort of pay attention to certain things because you can overdo certain, certain things, you know, which you don't want to overdo certain um, like certain weights of, or certain measures of certain of, of like grain or of, or the dough or something like that. So it's pretty, there's a lot more to it other than just, you know, turning everything on and stuff like that. And yeah, um, like you said, you have to zoom in and out of a lot of things. Sometimes you have to really zoom in close. And sometimes and, you can just get achievements from them if, when you're on steam. Right. Yeah. Now there is, um, I will say that there is uh, some helpful, video hints on YouTube for this game. So, you know, if you were, if you were purchasing this game and you got stuck, you could go to YouTube and there's some helpful hints that'll kind of get you 
going in the right direction where you can, you know, you can maybe stop it and go, all right, let me go back and see, or you can watch the whole, whole video and say, okay, this is what I got to do. And then maybe move on. Uh, um, so it's, you know, it's definitely a challenging game. Yeah, um, it's definitely no, different than a lot of the other games out there that are puzzle-like. Yeah. There, there's not, it's not like there's, you do one thing and then you move into a different level. It's all one drawing, one painting, one piece, one art, I should say artwork in a picture frame on a wall. So, you know, once you're, you know, once you're done with it, I, you're probably done with a game and, you know, you, yeah. I don't know if you necessarily would play it again. I'm not sure. Maybe you would, but uh, I think it's an interesting game to play with somebody that likes puzzle type stuff. My, you know, my wife and I played for a little bit the other night and, you know, she was kind of, I think, not sure if she really wanted to try it or play it, but when she started sitting with me and, and watching and, trying to figure out how things work. She was pretty hooked and interested in trying to figure things out. You know, she'd be like, all right, move, move over here, go up there, click on that thing again. What does that do? All right, go up. You know, and she's very fascinated with trying to figure out puzzles and stuff like that. So it, it mm-hmm. was, it was kind of fun for us to sit and do it. So I think it'd be a, a good game for a couple people that, you know, enjoy this is a multiplayer type game. It's not really even a multiplayer game. It's a single player game, but you know, a couple of people could sit and work at trying to figure out this puzzle together. Uh, so I think that'd be a fun game for a couple, you know, a couple that like doing that. Oh yeah, definitely. So there's a lot, a lot to, uh, the game's really, it's kind of tough to tell you really a lot about the game because I think it's one of those games you kind of have to see it and play it to really understand it. And I don't want to give away a lot of the stuff in the game because there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of little things to see in this game to really, to really appreciate and enjoy. You can certainly tell that John took a lot of time in this game and creating this and coming up with a unique idea and putting a lot of his passion, like you always say, Mr. K putting a lot of his passion into this game. Yeah. You really can tell that this is something he was really, you know, keen on making and, and coming up with something a lot different than what you normally see for puzzle games. It's interesting. It is. It is. And I, and I think, you know, it, it's not only just, you know, a video game, but it's also, I don't know. I, I also kind of look at it too, as a piece of art that's, that comes to life. So it's kind of cool. I can understand you, where that's coming from. You, yeah. you, you know, you kind of play and playing with a piece of art to, you know, see it come to life. Um, I don't know, you know, and part of it too reminds me of, I don't, I don't know. You, I don't know if you ever remember or seen the cartoon. There's a tuck, a cartoon back in the, 60s i think that used to be on in the morning 60s early 70s that i used to watch every once in a while it was a, a cartoon called tennessee tuxedo and it was a penguin and a walrus that talked obviously and they were in a zoo and they'd always want to come up with these different wacky contraptions and stuff like that and they would always see this professor who would do all this stuff and write all this stuff on a uh, chalkboard and then the stuff would kind of come 
sort of it would animate on the chalkboard and it would show it how it was going to work. And I don't know, part of this kind of reminds me of that a little bit too. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's so, so maybe that's another reason why I kind of really enjoy this game. Um, any other, uh, any other comments or information that you want to give about this game? Um, no, I think that's all for me. That's all yeah. pretty much covered all the bases. Yeah. Okay. So, any uh what what's your final take on the game? I thought it was very imaginative from John. You can tell he put a lot of work into this and it shows. It really does. Um I'm not like I said earlier, I'm not like a puzzle I'm not a puzzle gamer. I don't play much puzzle games. Mm. I'm more of a platform fighting action. Yes. Pretty pretty much I pretty much like all games except for puzzle. <laughs> I'm just it's just not my thing. <laughs> don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take the yeah. game wrong for that. Yeah. The game is very good. I still had fun with it, even though I didn't get very far. Yeah. Is I'm not good with puzzles. Yeah. But um I still recommend you can go and on a Steam and try it out. Is it it is fun. But if you're someone like me that doesn't like puzzles, maybe it won't be your deal. Mm-hmm. But definitely check it out on Steam. I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Okay, great. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, you know, like we've mentioned it before, I think, on this show, that I'm kind of the opposite of you where I'm not as good as like on platform type games or bullet hell type games and stuff like that where you are a little bit better at that type of stuff and that's more your your thing and maybe not mine. This is a little bit more my speed in the way that it's, you know, there's no time limit. There's nothing. If I don't do something right, I don't, my character doesn't die. You know, I don't have a boss to kill or like I have to shoot the boss like 18 times to kill him and stuff like that type, type of stuff. So it's a very laid back, relaxed game. You're just, you know, playing with a puzzle to make it work. And so for me, this was a pretty enjoyable game. I liked it a lot. If you're, a person that loves doing that type of stuff and maybe you're a casual gamer or puzzle fan puzzle fan um i think you're really gonna enjoy this game and i think it's i you know i highly recommend that you try it out um i don't know what the final cost is on the game to be honest with you on steam but um i don't think it's too expensive so yeah it shouldn't be too much so definitely check it out yeah, so I definitely think it's something to add to your library on Steam and uh, give it a shot. So, um, hey, you know, out of um, on a scale from one to five, I'll give it a four point five. Um, and I think it's uh, I think it's a great great buy. So, um, so kudos to John and uh, and and anybody else that helped them create this game. I think it's. Uh, Great game, and I wish him a lot of luck in the in the future with this game and uh, future other games. All right. Um, so, what do we got, Mister K, next week? So next month, or in, in speaking in the future, this month, since this episode will be out probably a couple of days after after September ends, so we'll be in the we'll be in the month of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so, with that going, we're gonna have all of this all that month be Halloween games. 
So we've cool. looked on itch.io and screw attack. I mean, not screw attack. That's a, that's a YouTube channel. <laughs> Haven't watched them in eight in, in years, but, uh, game jolt. <laughs> we are going to review a game called Loveland. Okay. And that's a game where you play as an unknown detective going into a cult like place called Loveland Cove. It's a trailer park. Mm. And we have to investigate reports of cult like behavior. Okay. And this looks like a PS1 game, which I love a lot. Not only because it A can run my computer, but I love the aesthetic of old games. It looks cool. Okay. It's different than what we're used to. This is by Dev Hour Games, so as our first game of Halloween, uh, we'll all see you guys next week screaming. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully not too much. So well that'll be cool. Yeah, I think I think it'll be fun for the month of October to play a bunch of like horror type horror-esque type games. So and there's a ton out there. There's there's a lot. Oh yeah. There's a lot of indie indie type horror games out there. So certainly not uh difficult to find them. It's just what's difficult is to try to narrow down what you really want to try and play because there's a lot of different good ones out there. So it sounds interesting though. I can't um looking forward to playing it. Yep. Okay. All well, right. that's all for this week. And so thank you for listening and we hope to turn in next week. Sandy chargeable guys. Thank you. Peace. Hey, it's Mr. K here. Hope you enjoyed the show. You can listen to us more on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. All right, guys, stay destructible. Peace.